0: Hey, welcome to Just Shoot It, a podcast about filmmaking, storytelling, and directing. This is the 48th episode. I'm your host, Matt Enlow, And I'm Oren Kaplan.
1: And on the 48th episode of the show, we have Carlin Hudson, a director that has done a lot of really cool things. She has a feature premiere at Austin Film Festival. She has a series that premiered at South by Southwest. She worked with Richard Linklater on a bunch of things. And she
0: is just all around super interesting to talk to. Yeah, I think she's got a ton of great insight about moving from her hometown of Austin, Texas, to Los Angeles, how you take a really great career in your hometown and transfer it into LA. It's great for people who are curious about making that leap themselves. So I think it's another great one. Because it was such a great conversation, we went a little longer than normal. So we figured let's go ahead and cut out our catch up this week. So tune in next week to find out what Oren and I have been working on lately. And we're going to jump straight into it. This is our conversation with Carlin Hudson.
1: Okay, so hey, we're here with Carlin Hudson. Hi. Hey, thanks for joining us.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: Sure. So, you are a director, you direct commercials, digital series. Mm-hmm. Have you done any movies?
2: Yeah, my feature is premiering in a oh, month. Right,
1: right. Hey, congrats. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> know that.
2: You didn't? Yeah. No. It's my first feature. At
0: Austin Film Festival. Yeah. Yeah, great festival. Yeah, That's
2: tomorrow awesome. we're finishing, the, we're watching it one more time and exporting.
0: I just got a little like contact high off that. Really? Yeah, yeah. I just got excited for you. That's really incredible. Yeah.
2: It's exciting. It's been such a long journey that I'm not totally excited yet, but I will be, I think. I'll be excited. I'm kind of nervous. Sure. Your first feature. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But uh, Austin's a great festival. so
2: It is.
1: you're already bona fide. Austin's yourself, the right? one that has like the screenwriting competition that people mm-hmm. care about. Right? Huge.
2: Sc- I mean, like, the, like I'm already signed up for a masterclass with Paul Feig and Katie Dippold doing like a, a Ghostbusters script to screen, and like the Creeds. It's amazing. Like the, the guests at Austin Film Festival are amazing. Yeah,
1: and Craig Mazin and John August. Always yeah,
2: always. The, oh, script notes, guys. Yeah, the inspiration mm-hmm.
1: for uh, director notes. Yeah, just <laughs> <What's it> called <laughs> director <Cut> notes. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So. I guess just real quick before we dive into your feature and all the stuff you're working on now, mm-hmm. what's your, you went to UT Austin, right? Film school.
2: Yeah, I went to NYU for acting first.
1: Okay, undergrad.
2: Mm-hmm. And then Are you Texan though? You're from I'm Texas? I'm a Texan. I'm from a place called Seguin, Texas. Oh. very small town.
1: Cool. Is there a U in that?
2: Yeah, it's spelled S-E-G-U-I-N.
0: Okay. People like called and it. said sequin. Yeah, it would have been no. like segwine. Maybe. Yeah. Okay, when cool. I was
2: growing up, it was like maybe 16,000 people. Now it's like 20.
1: Oh, wow. On the up and up.
2: It's on the up and up.
1: So you went to NYU for acting. and yeah. then Were you involved in film at all while you were doing that?
2: No. I mean, honestly, I I went to New York for the first time because I was going to be a Rockette. And I was... For I had real? Scott, For real. I was a very serious dancer my whole life. And I got a scholarship to study with the Rockettes. So I was one of three women who was like a paid yeah, apprentice. Yeah, because most women
1: have trouble getting jobs with the Rockets.
2: Right? Yeah, so I went there in the summers during high school and studied with them. And so that was my like first plan. But then I thought, never mind, I'm going to go to acting school. I'm going to be an actress. I'm going to be famous. And so then I, went, I got into NYU and was like, well, okay, I guess I'm going to school here. And then I didn't like acting
0: were you in the tish uh, but they have like experimental yeah. and then kind of more standard yeah traditional, traditional. thank you i yeah.
2: was in uh the adler school stella mm-hmm. adler school
0: so that's traditional
2: yeah i mean there's when you audition they place you in one of i think five so you audition and they're like we think it's like hogwarts yeah, yeah, yeah they sort you, you be, mean, yeah, yeah. yeah
0: right so you were a ravenclaw basically
2: yes the smartest yeah, yeah. <laughs> a couple of things happened i realized i didn't want to be an actor also it's just it's one of those programs that you have to just totally commit and actually sophomore year there's this girl who I will not name. But she started this rumor because I told her in secret that I was having doubts about being an actor and so she started this rumor and Stella Adler like and so people would come up to him whispering and be like, or she might not want to be an actor anymore. And I was <laughs> like, no who said that? No, I, you know, it's was just like weird. And w-
0: were people vying for your spot? Like it's, it's competitive to be it's in those programs. So is it like, oh man, if she leaves, my roommate can finally take over. Or something I don't know. Like it's just kind of
2: like, weird. Like, oh, you gave up. Like,
0: Well, I'm sure
1: yeah. like, I would imagine the teachers and the faculty, like that people, NYU is like a known theater school that people yeah. are like, hey, hey, send us some of your students. Recommend some actors to us. Yeah. And yeah. if you're against your fellow students, you know. Right. And right. you
0: know one of them doesn't really want it. You don't want them to. Uh, yeah, really if right. someone's it. given up, then you get to like, you know, get the lead in the spring show or whatever. Right, exactly. Interesting.
2: Yeah, there's that and then uh, the kind of noticing what parts were available to women and I was all I was almost always cast as a stripper or a prostitute and I thought this doesn't seem right. Like, why are there why are that like a third of the roles available to women? Are those two things? And if not that, it's like a wife or a girlfriend. There's like a few great roles. But um, I was tired of that. And then the big thing was my mother got a six months to live cancer diagnosis, okay. but she lived. But, anyways, I, I decided to move back to Texas. So I took a leave of absence from NYU and then I never went back. And then I transferred to UT and, and applied film. to film school. Because my cousin was making, he owned a commercial production company in Austin, and we were like smoking pot one night, and he said, you should go to film school. And I was like, yeah, sure, not doing anything else. So I really ended up in film school on total accident.
0: That's actually just the essay that you wrote to get into UT Austin. I can't
2: right? imagine what my essay said. It's probably like, well, I was going to do gender studies or film. Seemed like I could get a job maybe in film. So here I am, yeah.
1: yeah. Gender <laughs> studies is the
0: one <laughs> thing you can study that will get you less jobs than I know, film. You could be a philosophy major. That's right. Yeah.
2: My parents were just like, we aren't going to help you pay for rent anymore if you
1: don't go to school.
2: So I was like, yes, I'm going to UT. <laughs> and it was great. I mean, I, I totally am so glad that I went to UT film school. It was awesome.
1: I mean, you went there at the right time, right? Yeah. Like it basically... Richard Linklater and Robert Rodriguez and mm-hmm. whoever else, Wes Matthew Ander- McConaughey. Wes Anderson went there as well, right? He did, yeah. but
2: I think yeah. he was a philosophy major.
1: He, I <laughs> he guess was. I don't think Speaking of Wes. a philosophy major. Yeah. I don't think of him as like like a huge part of the Austin film scene. Though, yeah, because
2: right? yeah. Yeah, I think he's like lived in Paris now. It's yeah. too cool.
1: But there's these like film superstars when you are going to school there. Oh, yeah, were, the um, brothers were there
2: for a long time. And they, I know Jay somewhat through that scene. And then I worked with this director named Andrew Bajowski, who's like a super well-known indie film director
0: yeah you produced i produced computer minutes. chess yeah or co-produced oh, yeah that's super cool
2: mm-hmm.
1: well done Thank yeah you. i know when yeah. i met carlin i met her at this director's meetup that we have on occasion because you know directors don't really meet each other because you only need one percent <laughs> though i want to talk about your show with two directors
2: okay in, yeah yeah
1: in a minute but um uh, yeah you were just like so humble because we all introduced ourselves and you're like yeah you know i just moved to la and direct some stuff and then, like, all these things bubbled up about all these things you've done. Oh, and I'm thanks. like, holy cow, that's crazy.
2: Yeah, that's We're the thing very about. Accomplished. Oh, thank you. I don't, sometimes it doesn't feel that way, but it's nice to be reminded. You know, I think starting a career in Austin, I was just given access to things that I don't know if I would have done in LA or New mm-hmm. York. I don't know. I mean, when I, the summer after I graduated, I got hired on computer chess as a production coordinator, and hired meaning I got $500 the summer. (laughs) Right. And I like begged my parents, like, please help me pay my rent for one more summer, Mm -hmm. and then in September, I will get a job. Uh, And they were like, and I was like, I believe in this guy. Like, I think he's this could be big. And they were like, this sounds like such a crazy movie. And I was like, it's going to be great.
0: You guys were both right.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, now when my mom tries to watch the film. She's tried three times. And every time she goes, you know, Carla and I put it on. It's a documentary. I'm like, no mother, it's not a documentary. She goes, well it is. I'm like, no it's not. It just looks like a documentary. Just
0: to like catch people up. Give us yeah, a yeah. little bit of context for the of film. Of Computer Chess? Yeah, yeah.
2: So, Computer Chess is set in 1979, 1980. And it is about, kind of like the precursor to Deep Blue. So it's like about, computers the, the famous computer. Yeah, it's about computers playing chess against each other. And this there wasn't even a script. There actually one scene was scripted, but it was a 10-page document that we all worked. It was a very low budget. We shot in this motel in Austin that was uh, very sketchy because we needed a hotel that looked like 1979. Mm-hmm, and we right. shot on these old Sony cameras that uh, those were like the biggest divas of the whole set because there were only 3 left in the world.
0: And they're like Black and white doesn't even really yeah. explain it. Have you it. seen it, man? I uh, it's on no. Netflix. It is on Netflix. That's true. Mm-hmm. I remember it was at Cinefamily or something.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it won a jury prize at Sundance.
0: Yeah, it was like super buzzy there yeah, for a while. Yeah, yeah. And is tonally very unique, we'll yeah. say, right? Like, yeah. it, it's to call it a mockumentary isn't exactly right.
2: Yeah, right? It's, it's no, it's, it's, I guess it's, it was considered a. An intellectual comedy or something? Yeah. One of, it was termed one it's of like
0: those things. It's bone dry.
1: Yes. OK, so the computers play chess versus other computers. Wow. And we have something new this year. We have a lady who is competing way in the back corner. There she is.
0: If all computers can do is calculate, what is artificial intelligence? are getting smaller, they're getting better, they're getting faster. It's a matter of time before we beat people with these things. I'd be willing to bet that you and I are the only ones here who even understand that programming has a feminine side. I would love to stay in your room if you have an extra bed.
2: It's a
0: couples group. I don't know if you've ever done any encounter stuff or anything like that. Look deep within me Uh, uh, to find what is inside you.
2: And we cast real programmers and real there was there was so so it's like kind of two plots it's like the computer programmers and then these hippie group therapy people and the group therapy people were actors and then the computer guys were just normal tech guys that we found yeah
1: wild yeah andrew's amazing what did he say that made you think this guy has something special
2: uh one of the producers convinced me because i was producing a bunch of graduate films at ut because at first I didn't know I wanted to be a I wasn't sure if I could even be a director, so I started producing. Just because I was like, I can do this. I can get shit done. And I just knew that his other movies had premiered at like Berlin and South By and mm-hmm. thought, like, oh, I can learn from him. And he's truly the nicest guy on the planet. I mean, Andrew is the nicest person I've ever met. So that made it easy. you know. And then they promoted me to co-producer. And I was 22 or 23. So that yeah. was cool. Yeah.
0: So to have produced a feature film Mm -hmm. that premiered at Sundance Mm -hmm. in 23. And were you still in college?
2: I had just graduated. Yeah. And And you went to Sundance? Yeah, I went to Sundance. Super fun. Also, you know, Sundance is hard to see movies at, but since Computer Chess was like a buzzy film, I had maybe six tickets or something. So I'd like trade those to see other movies. And
0: you don't know, explain that to people. I think cause <laughs> sure. it's, it sounds crazy to be yeah. like, well, oh, it's hard to see movies at Sundance. I yeah. went to Sundance in 07 and literally did not see a single film.
2: Yeah. It's, it's so I had a badge and uh, I thought, cause I had been to South by and other festivals. I thought like, Oh, you have a badge. You like get into movies no, at Sunday it's a badge does nothing. I think I got into, like, some L'Oreal <laughs> hair salon and got, like, a ha- my hair done. That's it.
1: <laughs> well, your hair looks great. That's pretty Thank great.
2: Thank you. This <laughs> is <was> years ago.
1: <laughs>
2: Still hold up. It's incredible.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But don't you, if you have a badge, can't you buy tickets, <laughs> like, a special ticket booth at, like, 6 a.m.? Yeah,
2: you're right. That so, other yes. other people can't buy? I don't know if that's true. I don't remember. I kind of think you just have to get up. At, we got up at 6 a.m. in the snow, took a bus. To be in line by seven thirty and then even and even at that time
0: You didn't get in Yeah, there was
2: like three things available. So you're like, well, I guess I'll go to this.
0: Yeah, I feel like if you're not in line by like six AM It's crazy. You don't get to see whatever that first thing is. I went
2: to a lot of parties because I was like met people who could take me to parties. But I saw I saw a few films. I think I saw In a World I traded a ticket.
1: Well, That's the Lake, Lake Bell. Bell. Yeah, yeah. She's like a voiceover person. Mm-hmm. Breaking into this male dominated s- field of right. voice acting. Then I saw now some. Oh, I get it. Uh,
2: some abortion documentary. What was it called? After Tiller. Oh, God. That was amazing. <laughs> and uh, also, there's metal detectors on the way in to that screening.
1: Oh, because it was controversial. It's it's a really conservative audience at Sundance. (laughs)
2: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of mixed. There are some pretty conservative people at Sundance. The people who live in Park City, I think, are...
1: They're just collecting your money. They don't care. Who knows? They're definitely (laughs) not going to the Yeah, they're like, hey, I'm going to Airbnb my condo. Yeah,
2: for $1,000 for like a one-bedroom.
1: Can I tell our listeners, I made the biggest mistake ever. I went to Sundance last year, and I took a friend... That was not in the film industry or interested in film at all.
2: <laughs> Good move.
1: Yeah. Well, the, the slopes. Are no, like no. Pretty empty. She was into. So you can she was see. into celebrity sighting. She was like, uh, "Can't we just <laughs> sit like in a cafe and like." Yeah. have a beer and watch people I'm like no first of all it's like 20 degrees outside so we're yeah. not going to be sitting on the street sure it,
0: it, it, you can see famous people in yeah. those you can yes you can see famous people and have a people. great time actually well mm-hmm. but you like, we you were like, were a like a crabby a burger like a moose
1: burger bad food or yeah. but the we were worst. trying to like network yeah. and she was like just wanted to hang out and I'm like that's not right. you have to work Like it's, do it's not going to like Ensenada for like a right, right. resort vacation right. Which I don't think Ensenada is even that nice. It's mm. not like going to Puerto Vallarta. It's like you get there and you have to, you wanna see a movie, you gotta get you on to the work. phone, yeah. you gotta call, you gotta get on the website, you gotta do this, you gotta wait in lines, you gotta do all this stuff. And like you hear about parties, you can't roll in with eight people. It's like no. you're lucky yeah, yeah. to get in with one other person. And it was yeah. just like, it, it was really tough because it was like we were having to keep her happy, like having a good time, because she kind of came as like a friend of ours. Mm-hmm. Right. But also, we were like, Ugh, "It's my so least much favorite easier. festival
2: so far that I've been to." That but the movies sense. are good. Yeah. Some, not all. No, not all. A of lot of them. them aren't good. A lot of them are like, "How did you? How did this get in?" Oh, right. There's a famous person or a sales right. But agent when you see that movie,
1: doesn't it make you feel like you can be a good director?
2: No, it's actually kind of disheartening in a way because. If you're making actual independent films, there are eight to 10 spots available to you at Sundance in the next like section. Like, if you don't
1: know anyone? You're no, saying?
2: even if you know people. I mean, it's like there are eight to 10 movies in the next section if you're a narrative independent feature, and that's it.
1: And the next section is the, if your budget is under $500,000,
0: right?
2: Or even $2 million. I mean, like, in the next it, section. I, no, I think ne- ne-
0: next year. Next the- isn't about, it's it's more about discovery, if I'm right. not wrong. It's like, oh, it's, when it it's first less f- about budget, it's more about like, being weird what? or unique or like not having a celebrity. I know a couple
2: movies who had a but I think a but of like seven or eight hundred yeah. that got in the next section. Really? Yeah, it is it's tough. I mean one of my friends' movies called First Girl I Loved played last year. Did you see you didn't see it probably? Mm-hmm. That was an example of a film that I thought was amazing. It's so beautiful and that got in the next section i was like finally like they're discovering people it was I'm, a second feature
1: so mm. yeah my friends had a movie there it's called the overnight and it was like they made it for like a hundred thousand dollars but it was with like jason schwartzman right. adam scott you can find it on netflix now. yeah basically Wait, that, duplass is, brothers yeah uh, produced it yeah and they were basically made the deal they're like we're gonna pay each person a hundred dollars a day and everyone gets a percentage of the I, mean, I didn't
0: know you knew the people who did the overnight. Well, that's I know the DP cool. and the production designer.
1: So you produced this movie, and then how how did you segue into directing? Well, actually,
2: so after that, my next job was field producing Richard Linklater's Hulu series. Wait, wait. Yeah, Richard Wha- Linklater made a Hulu series that six people watched. Um, that's not true. That's not quite fair. It's a second. It was a second original series that Hulu greenlit after.
0: What What was it called?
2: It was called Up to Speed.
0: I can't believe that I don't know about this.
2: I know. It's, it's, a, it's, nobody saw it. it's really interesting. It's uh it's kind of, it. they released it. It was, was that one guy, there's a documentary filmmaker guy who made the first oh, oh, series. Oh, uh, um, that
0: guy, yeah. uh, Mor- Morgan Spurlock yes. did, it's actually really, really good, uh, A Day in the Life.
2: So yeah, yeah, The Day in the Life was the first one, Up to Speed was the second one.
0: I thought and, you were going to uh, say East Los High, which isn't my way.
2: No, yeah, yeah. and uh, so he, so yeah, Rick made this series, and um, it's this kind of
0: bizarro. I, I travel. cannot express how jealous I am that <laughs> really? you just called him Rick. <laughs> yeah, that's like the fucking coolest. <laughs> really,
2: thing. Austin? Wait, yeah, Rick are you start for Richard. Yeah. Rick, everyone, if you know Rick, you call it Rick, Richard Linklater. You call kidding. him Rick. It's kind of like people in Austin who worked with Terrence Malick call him Terry.
1: Mm. Yeah. That's By the way, the if you ever worked with Jennifer coolest. Love Hewitt. Call her love. <laughs> Little insider true?
0: tip. Yeah. I'm like ready to move <laughs> so to Austin. Interview with her.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so then I field produced, which is also kind of a strange term because they were a hybrid narrative docu kind of. It's this like weird travel show. And I did the New York episode, the Austin episode, and the Kansas City episode. And so it starred star Speed Levitch, sure. who's the star of The Cruise.
0: Sure. Which yeah. is
2: a movie that in high school changed my
1: life.
0: He's also in Waking Last, Life.
2: Waking Life and the she, Live from Shiva's Dance Floor, <laughs> another Richard Linklater <laughs> so, short.
1: If Matt hasn't heard of it, it's pretty, there. <laughs> pretty so, indie. Yeah. yeah.
2: So that was my sort of next job.
1: Wait. So how how did you hook up with Rick?
2: So yeah, Rick. Uh, same. One of the producers from Computer Chess produced that series. Okay. Because Andrew.